everyone, and welcome back to the Strong Opinion Hibs podcast. Uh, just myself, Charlie, and Jack. Uh, Calvin's otherwise engaged this evening, but uh, we just thought we'd do a wee quick review of the game last night at Easter Road, uh, the Hibs Women Party game, and preview the upcoming game at Celtic Park uh, away to Celtic on Saturday, and as always, the Hibs quiz. So, uh, Jack, how are you doing, mate? I am good. Um, or, as I should say to go to the public, absolutely buzzing. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a really nice night at Easter Road um, last night. I'm sure people would have seen all my photos. Um, I think that one with me, Ria, and Leah pitch side is class. Usually, I get rugby tackled by the polis um, if I ever get to that point. So I, it's, it was good to uh, be there and I uh, get the photos, get the VIP treatment as well. So it was a really, really nice night, um, and it's always nice to see the girls not just win, but also get the recognition and get to play at Easter Road um, because they deserve it. They, they're an amazing team and they deserve it. Yeah, it was good. I am um, only my second women's game, but um, I really enjoyed it as well. Nice to, nice to be there with you and sit uh, behind Callum and Kat. And we all got ourselves on the subs bench in maybe 10, 12 yeah. years early, but uh, it was good to be with them too. And uh, meet Sean Maloney and Runer Hauga as well. So all in all, a good evening and uh, Hibs won. So what more Runa's, did you want? Um, very confident for Norway's chances at the upcoming Women's Euros as well, which is good to see. Uh, good to see Runar has a big interest in women's football. Obviously, Norway are one of the better countries at women's football in Europe. So, really good to see me and him are having a chat about Ada Hegerberg, the GOAT. Mm. Um, Aye, it was um, one of the women's Ballon d'Or. I think before before we sort of dissect the game a wee bit, Jag, what, what does that say to you that um, Sean Maloney and one of the players were, were there last night? Does that show you that we are more of a cohesive unit men and women's team together or what what does that mean to you as you know you're probably the biggest women's fan I know Hibs wise um, so what does it mean to you to see that the Hibs first team manager is there at the games it's, it's brilliant to see and obviously uh, Jack came to the um, previous Edinburgh Derby as well which was great to see um, as well but yes yeah, great to see that um, Sean is coming out and supporting because it shows yeah we're one team we're one club um, and we need more of that um, it's great to see obviously I know it's a bit restrictive us playing Livingston and the guys are playing on Saturday and they've got to recover and everything. So, you know, when we do get midweek games uh, or we are playing Easter Road, it is great to see um, guys from the men's team come along and support. It was excellent. So I was really happy to see Sean there. Um, yeah. So absolutely fair play to him uh, for coming along. And a really genuine guy to speak to as well. Really nice guy to speak to. So it's great to see Sean come along and support. Because um, I think... That, like I said, we need more of that. And it was great to see Runar there as well. You know, Runar, um, again, coming from Norway, he's used to women's football being very integrated into a professional standard. Um, like I was saying just there, Norway are one of the best countries in Europe, if not the world, for women's football. So, mm. yeah, they've got some big players now, like Graham Hansen, Ingrid Engen, um, Ada Hegerberg. So, yeah, I think it was great to see Runar there. Um, and... It just shows you we're one club, we're a family, we're the Hibs family, and we all stick together and we all support each other. So I think it was absolutely fantastic. And it shows that everybody at the club's backing the girls, you know, not just as the supporters, but also, you know, members of the uh, backroom staff. You'll have seen Greg at women's, Greg McEwen at women's games before. Um, you see Keenan Power, the fan rep there. You see Barry there sometimes. Obviously, he wasn't um, available last night to do the stadium announcements, but you do see Barry at the games um, if he can. So, yeah, I think it just shows we're one club and we're one big Hibs family, but it was great to see, because um, obviously Sean's not been with us for very long. Mm. So it is great to see him coming along and supporting when he can, and hopefully there's more games at Easter Road in the near future for Sean to come along too, because I know he'd be more than happy. And same with Runar as well. Um, fair yeah. play to Runar for coming along. 
even though he was on his own, um, it was still great to see. Obviously, um, his pal, his fellow Norwegians away on international duty just now. So, uh, yeah, it's, it was great to see Runar there. Aye, it was. It was nice to have a wee chat with them both before the game as well. And um, So, moving, Jack, moving on. Um, so, around about 6.50-ish, the team news comes out, mate, and it's, um, it's a very strange uh, occurrence, and it's the same team um, again. Uh, we had the same team playing last night as we did on Sunday against Hearts when we beat them 4-1. So, Jack, we were obviously walking uh, walking down towards the ground when the team news comes out. So what was your initial thought when you heard it was the same team from Sunday? Very happy, I think. You know, it's, it's great to see a bit of consistency in the lineup, um, And it's a really strong lineup. I know we've we're we're got quite a few injuries just now. Um, and obviously Rachel Boyle's going to be out long-term because um, mm. she's having a baby. But I think... We did the best we can. It's, we've still got a really strong team. I think it's testament to the sort of strength and depth we have now. Even with those injuries, that we still could put out a strong team like that. And it's also a testament to the girls that they're determined and they're going to go out. And so I think there's not many times you could say you could play three games in the, like that in the space of that many weeks um, mm-hmm. and go right. You know, um, there's going to be fatigue there at any level. But to be fair, the girls have obviously put in a shift because. Um, they, they didn't look tired to me when they were out there on in the pitch last night. But yeah, I was really happy to see it was the same lineup because that's what we need. Consistency is key. And that's yeah. why I think we've hit this little winning streak um, right now because we know what works. The two up front, Ailey and Alexa, is working really well. You sort of play off each other, um, which is brilliant. Um, you know, uh, what we've got in the wide areas where um, Gallagher, Cav, Shannon Leishman, that's working really well. The back line's working really well. Um, so yeah, for me, I, I had no complaints. I was thinking he might have rotated the team. I, I knew we'd probably go with the same team. I was maybe thinking a bit of rotation. I was actually expecting maybe to see Jenna start um, to give Shannon Leishman a bit of a rest. But no, nah, fair play. Shannon must have um, felt ready to go in there, which is good. I think Shannon Leishman's an amazing player. Mm. Um, it was great to see her um, get rewarded for her efforts in the past couple of weeks um, as well. So yeah, that was that was the only thing. I would have maybe have liked to have seen Jenna start because it was her birthday as well. But uh, Nah, fair play. I think that was um, good. And it was also good to see uh, Shannon McGregor get on off the bench. Another good sub. I think both times Shannon's came off the bench, he sort of changed the game a bit. Because um, we've been talking, we talk, we spoke about it on the podcast, we spoke about it with Callum and Kat as well, that Shannon McGregor's like Scott Allen. She's got that football brain. She can spot those incisive passes and everything. And that really does help you. She can sort of unlock, unlock a defence and get things going in midfield. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, for me, I was really happy to line up. Really happy, strong bench as well. I think you've got options in the form of Rosie, Ria, Shannon on the bench, and Jenna. So yeah, no complaints from me for the lineup whatsoever. And really good to see that we've got that consistency because, as I was saying, that's what's really helped us to that um, sort of winning streak that we've been on recently. Hopefully, we can continue. Yeah, I hope so, mate. And um, obviously, the first half um, it comes and goes. Really, there's not really much to discuss from the. The first half, I think, um, as you were summing it up in your wee video on the, the Twitter part, it looked very good defensively. Um, they never really offered much coming towards us, but um, I think they defended really well. And I mean, we missed a few chances too. Um, there was a few chances that um, Alexa put past the post and Cav had a few past the post as well. So, you know, it was a pretty uneventful first half. But Jack, did you think going in 0-0 was probably a fair representation of the half? I'd say so, mate. I'd say so. I think we were we were unlucky again with some of the chances we had, but at the end of the day, you've got to put the ball in the back of the net to um, score, obviously. So mm. to to be one uh, nil nil up, nil nil up, 
sorry, to be, <laughs> to be nil nil at half time was um, a fair reflection of the game for me. Partick, very good defensively. You've got to give that to them, and that's why they're not. You know, as a team that weren't even meant to be in the league, they are looking at staying up this season. You know, mm. so um, to be and that the good defensive records, what's got them that they, they are a decent team at the back, um, and we were really sort of struggling to break them down because they were so good. I wouldn't say it was anything bad on our part at all. We were playing our usual good game, um, but Partick were just you know standing firm, and we were unlucky with our chances. They had the sort of odd chance. Um, I think Gabby was called into action a few times, but she did well. We know that that's what we get out of Gabby. I didn't think there were anything more than half chances, to be honest. Like, it didn't, it, I didn't really feel like we were going to concede at any point during the first yeah, half. You, well, we're safe, eh? You they know, had I, I the, thought... that wee, um, the wee winger that they've got, Hamill. She, um, she looked really good. I yeah, thought, she um, she, every time she got the ball first half, she would cut inside and us, you know, she had a shot away a few times and. I, I think she was probably their most dangerous player first half. But, you know, when we were going forward, you know, when you've got Cav and you've got Amy Gallagher, you've got Mickey behind the strikers, you know, we do we do pose a, a decent attacking threat. Um, so, uh, you're right, I think Partick had a few chances, but they were nothing more than just half ones half that chances, probably, yeah, were, probably weren't going to go anywhere to, to trouble Gabby in the net. But um, half-time rolls around, Jack, and we, um, we bump into him, Muir in the pie, the pie queue, so... That was uh that was probably the most exciting part of the halftime, and she was uh, saying hello to you. So it seems yeah, like exactly. everywhere everywhere you go, mate, you get recognised. Everywhere um, I go, I get recognised. So it was nice to see Amy because obviously she's out a wee while longer as well. But it was nice to see Amy there. Mm. Um, uh, she obviously didn't fancy sitting on with the riffraff, so she was up in the fancy seats. Um, she didn't fancy sitting on the bench or with the riffraff, so she was she was up in the fancy seats, um, Amy. But it was nice to see Amy. Another thing I sort of wanted to say about the first half. Um, was and because you mentioned Mickey there was Mickey mm. bossed it in midfield again. She was um, really good. Unfortunately, got booked for speaking back to the referee, which I think about half the Partick team should have been booked as well if we're going <laughs> like that. Um, but uh, yeah, no, Mickey, Mickey had another good game. Just absolutely bossed it in midfield as she always does. Um, I, I like what she was saying about um, she has to keep her inner tilt and under control sometimes as well. I like that. It's true. Like there was a few times. There was a few times you could see her um, having to bite her tongue. Same with Siobhan. Oh well, we could hear Siobhan. Um, Hi. From from halfway up the stand, we could hear Siobhan shouting at the referee. Um, so maybe that's where Ryan gets it from. I don't know, but uh, nah, I, I think it's good to have that for me. Um, it's good to have that. Like when decisions aren't going away, there's players prepared to say, "Well, wait a minute here." Um, but yeah, I thought Mickey was. Excellent. She she always um, is. I'd say she's the engine in midfield, mm. really, Mickey. You know, she always gets things going. And uh, I've said it loads of times here, but we're very lucky to have her. Um, yeah. Because she's a talented player, and you think now in Scotland, it's usually the old firm of Glasgow City that snapped them up. So we were very lucky to get Mickey, I think, um, and we're lucky to have her as part of the team. So and it was nice to see Amy as well. I can't go anywhere these days without being recognised. So uh, it was nice to see Amy in the pie queue. Aye, so obviously second half, um, second half rolls around Jack, and five minutes later, um, has to go one nil up. Amy Gallagher slots the ball through, and um, Ailey Adams, she loves a goal at Easter Road. Um, yep. she finds she finds the net, and um, was sort of a great goal. Um, what what did you what did you make of the goal, Jack? I thought personally, I thought it was a great bit of build up play from Amy to get that space and just slaughter through, and sort of thought when Ailey got the ball. The ball was only going one place, so 
Uh, what did you make of the goal, mate? Yeah, it was excellent. Excellent move by us, first of all. Um, and that's the sort of football that we've been playing the last couple of weeks. And that's why, again, we're on the winning streak. Um, been playing some lovely football recently. And I know that's something that Dean's been saying he wants us to work on. Um, and we've been doing it, you know, spotting those incisive passes and um, sort of getting in behind. And that, that's what we did. You know, it was a lovely bit of build-up play for Hibs, as you said. Um, Amy Gallagher, I mean, just what a player. What, what a player. Um, get, gets um, that ball across to Ailey. Ailey's through on goal. You know, I knew at that point she's scoring. Just seeing, I've got to say, the girl, the amount of skill um, and the amount of effort she puts in every game for a 17-year-old is amazing. You know, I, I think it's a testament to how good she really is that even at such a young age, um, she's playing with that. Because you, know, you, you see a lot of senior players that can't do the amount of work Ailey does in a game. You know, look, you look at um, Deutsch and Nisbet over at the men's side, you know, they they, they don't even put in the amount of effort in. Uh, well, not I don't want to say effort. That's, that's maybe a bit cruel. But they don't put in the amount of sort of work into the game that Ailey does. Well, Ailey doesn't just put in a shift up top. She goes back when she needs to and does a bit of defence. Even she was even doing a bit of defensive work. Aye, she um, was dropping. She was dropping out wide at some points as well. And that's, which that's is really, really good. good. Mm. Which is really good to see. Um, and she's a phenomenal young player, a huge career ahead of her. And that was a brilliant, classy finish. Like I said in, in my tweet, you know, great build up play, classy finish. What more can you want? You know, that, it was it was just excellent from us and. That's like I've just said there. Um, that's the sort of football that's been getting us the results. Um, yeah, it's just it's really good stuff to watch as well. You know, you know, if we get a wee move going, it starts off in midfield. Usually, either Mickey or Shannon gets the ball out wide. Amy or Cav will get their run going, and then they'll spot either Alexa or Ailey, play them in, and then there you go, goal. So yeah, I think it was excellent. You know, we got the got it going in midfield, out to Amy. Amy sees Ailey, slots her through. Classy finish, 1-0 Hibs, you couldn't complain. I was absolutely buzzing, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was great. It was great stuff from us, and uh, you know, I'm thrilled for Ailey that she'd get in the sc score at Easter Road again. She's living out every Hibby's dream, scoring mm. at Easter Road under the lights, not once, but twice. Um, True. So yeah, it was it was great. So yeah, fair play to Ailey. A well-deserved goal, well-deserved goal. Aye, and Jack, there wasn't really much in the way of a part of Chancey's second half. We had a few other ones, but sort of the game, we just sort of took control of the game, um, I thought anyway, and just sort of saw that out. You know, we, we had a few chances. Leah Eddy put one over the bar. Um, I think Calf had, had a good chance late on in the second half, uh, but it didn't It didn't really look like a typical 1-0 game, um, in my opinion. I think Hibs could have, probably should have won by a, a comfortable, comfortable distance, but um, I think you know, it doesn't really matter um, if it's 1-0 or 5-0, you still get the three points at the end of the day. So, Jack, what was your sort of, if you could sort of sum up the, the game as a whole um, in, in a sentence or two, how would you how would you sum it up? Because, I, I mean, I think we've, there's not really much else to touch on other than the goal from the second half. Of my, there was a few bad tackles as well, but, you know, there was nothing really to write, you, no, massive to, nothing massive to write home about second half as well, yeah. but... I think we just sort of, we just sort of, um, I'd say it was a hard fought win, um, a deserved one. Yeah, we could have won by more. I think on reflection, we could have won two or three nil. Um, some of the chances we had, I think Leah, ever since scoring against that goal against Gat Cairns, he's been trying it ever since uh, to go, to replicate it. And I was saying, I did say to her, you know, JDH, JDH did it into that goal. So why don't you take a pop, Leah? 
and outdo GDH because you're a defender, so it's even more impressive. But mm. I, yeah, for, for me, it was a hard fought, well earned um, win. Once we went 1 0 up, I knew it was never in doubt. Um, after that, um, Partick then got frustrated, I'd say, and yeah. just started yeah, launching into some very silly tackles. I um, shouted obscenities at the referee, which I promised I wouldn't, and then I ended up... Uh, and by the way, I've got to say, I could see Rosie and Jenna laughing in front of me. That's a three-match band, girls. Can't, <laughs> you, can't, you can't laugh at referees. It's not allowed. Because um, I think me and Charlie have a theory that Paul McGinn isn't actually injured. He's still serving that uh, suspension for calling John Beaton inept. So, uh, <laughs> aye, you've got to watch yourselves, but... Uh, I no, I, I, th- I think for me, yeah, Partick got frustrated after that and mm. they sort of lost their heads a bit and they uh, started launching into some silly tackles and you could tell they were getting sort of a bit worn out as well. Um, yeah, so, but Because, I mean, at the end, they had the desperate hoof from the keeper as well. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, it was a hard-fought win and we, we just, you know, we earned it and it was an amazing night for the girls. They deserve it um, under the lights at Easter Road. And, yeah... Uh, overall, I think everybody left with smiles on their faces and three points, which is what counts. Aye, exactly. So, Jack, um, if you were to have a player of the match, who would you pick? <laughs> um, I'd say my player of the match, I'd go for Ailey. I know Amy got it. Amy got it, which she deserves. I think she put in a really good shift, but I've got to go with Ailey because she scored the goal and she put in a shift the whole game. Um to start to finish, and like we were talking about, she was dropping deep, dropping out wide, um, winning balls back, getting herself into dangerous areas. She was unlucky not to score um, mm. a few more goals because um, she had a few good chances. So, yeah, I, I definitely see Ailey's my player of the match. I think for me it was uh, Joelle. I think she was uh, as solid as, a, as you, you imagine, but I think she really I think she really stepped up as a captain last night. Um, and I think, you know, there was a few times where Shib was putting some misplaced passes and Joel was just going over and telling her it's all right and just, you know, spurring her on. So I think, and she, you know, she was picking out passes left, right and centre as well. So for me, it was Joel. I think she was really, really class last night. And to see before the game as well, the, the top that her and the Partick captain, I didn't quite catch her name, but um, they were both wearing the, the talk tops to encourage people to talk about their mental health. That was good to see that. That was Um, good to see. So it was great to see Joel there with a wee nephew as well. That was 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 good. That's a really good picture that took Murray 17 tops on. Mm -hmm. I think Joel runs it close to me as well, but it had to be Ailey for me, just the shift she put in and she got the goal as well. Aye. Um, So moving on, Jack, um, me and you are going to the the game on Saturday. Uh, We're playing at Celtic Park, Hibs women, Celtic women. First time Celtic women have played at Celtic Park and... uh, the first time I think Hibs women have played on a pitch that big, so it's going to be it's going to be an exciting game. I think. Um, do you think we should go with the same team that started last night, or do you think there should be a wee bit of rotation? I mean, I don't. It depends on obviously if folk are feeling fit. I think my old thing is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Um, I think if I'd be more than happy for us to stick with the team that we put out last night. I think it works having the two up top really works, um, and I think you know. That's what we're going to need against Celtic. Celtic are a, another tough team to break down. They've got a really good defence. Mm. I think they're good all over the park, Celtic. I've seen them play twice this season. And obviously, when they um, beat us in the League Cup semi-final, and then when they beat City 12-0, and Edinburgh City 12-0 in the Scottish Cup, and they were frightening in that game. I mean, I wouldn't say City played overly badly as a third-division side, but 
um, Celtic were utterly frightening. So yeah, they're good all over the pitch. So I think we need that. I think we need to have the two up top to really sort of um, get in their faces and get in behind. And I think, yeah, we're going to need to stick to the same defence because as you're talking about there, Joel uh, put, put in a solid shift and that's what we need. We need Joel there to sort of sweep up if we do make any mistakes because Celtic smell blood, they'll go for it. Um, we've got some dangerous players. Jacinta, partic- Charlie Wellens loves a goal against us as well, but I think Jacinta, she does. <laughs> Jacinta in particular, we're going to obviously Australian under 21 international. We're going to need to watch for Jacinta because she is a very good player. Um, Shen as well, their Chinese player, she's dangerous. Yep. Um, so I, I'm, I've got to say, yeah, stick with the same team. If Inbrook don't fix it, because uh, we're going to need to really bring our A game to Celtic Park. Do you think, Jack, the the fact that this is the first time Celtic have played at Celtic Park, do you think it's gonna do you think it's gonna spur us on a wee bit to maybe spoil the party? I hope so. I um, I really do hope so. I think it's a big occasion for both teams, you know. This yeah. is the, the, for a lot of our players, this is the biggest stadium they'll ever play in. You know, True. I know for, for the for like Leah Leah for Leah and um I was well that's it's just Leah actually. For Leah, obviously she'll be used to it because she's not played at Hamden, but she's been in and around that yeah. with the national team. So she knows a sort of big stadium like that. And they've played at Easter Road and Tynecastle um, this season as well. Easter Road twice and Tynecastle was in the derby. So I think that'll help us. Um, that we're used to that atmosphere, used to the big stadiums and that. But yeah, I think it should spur us on that we know we could spoil the party for Celtic. A bit Celtic have... Uh, are getting big numbers, or I think there's about a couple of thousand already. Um, and uh, yeah, I've heard, that's, the, heard the Green that's Brigade are coming as well. So I think are going to bring the noise. Um, so Callum, Callum was telling us that. Aye, Callum was telling yeah. us last night that um, Celtic have sold a few, th- or aye, sold a few thousand because they're not free. So um, it's good. No, I'm I'm looking forward to it, mate. I think um, it'll obviously be nice not to be behind the pillar because um, we're sitting in the main stand. Oh, one foot apart. It's, uh, it's all fun. my mixed seating so it'll be nice I'm looking forward to seeing the girls get that opportunity to play at Celtic Park because for some it's of them they'll never, they'll never play at a stadium that big again so I, I'm hoping that they use that as a bit of momentum so Jack what's your what's your score prediction we'll do score prediction then we'll move on to the, the quiz I'm going to say it's going to be a tough game but you know what in the spirit of the day 2-1 Hibs I think I think it's going to be 1-1 up until late and then Ailey Adams, our young star, Hibs through and through, is going to score an 89th minute winner. There you go. 2-1 Hibs. I'm going to say Alexa Coyle and Ailey Adams are two strikers getting us the goals. Um, I think Jacinta will score for Celtic. I I can't see past Jacinta scoring. Or Chuck, to be fair, it'll probably be Welling, so let's be honest. I mean, Welling's love scoring against us so much he might even score an own goal. That would be good. I think it'll be 2-2. I think it'll be a really good game to watch. I think um, Dean's obviously building something, building a wee bit of momentum um, at the sort of business end of the season because you obviously want to bridge a gap between us and who's fifth? I can't mind. Spartans, I think. Uh, So you want to obviously bridge that wee gap. And we're only, I know it's a lot, but we're only 10 points off Celtic with a game in hand. So if we can get, Ken, if we can... If we can come away with a point, with three points, there's seven points with a game in hand. So third isn't too far out of our grasp. Champions but League as well. It's, so a, it's, it's a big ask. But would like us to see. Would like to see us go there and and uh, give Celtic a game because you know I'm 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 really excited for it. I think um, it's not that often I get to go to women's games, so I'm looking forward to going to Celtic Park and just having a good day out. Um, so so I'm I. Insane. 
that that sort of wraps up our review and preview. Um, so Jack, I'll hand over to you to test my hips knowledge. Yeah. Right, so it's um, just the usual quiz, guys. Um, some questions are multiple choice, some questions aren't. Three on the main, three on the women. And don't worry, it's easier than Calvin's on Monday. I can, can guarantee it's easier than Calvin's. So I'll start off with question numero uno, um, or numero eins, as we'd say in German. Um, Frage numero eins. So this is multiple choice. How many times have Hibs won the championship slash first division title? So that's the second tier. Um, old first division of the championships is known now is it A two times, B four times, or C six times? Um, I think it's six. Six your final answer? I think so. That's that is correct. Well done. I remember so, I done I I done a question on that the other week. There mind how many trophies have we won in total, but I couldn't mind if it was four or six we won. So I, there we go. So next question. Now I'll give you this to the nearest a thousand. What is the <laughs> highest attendance for a Hibs game? So this is a game involving Hibs. It's not at Easter Road. What is the highest attendance for a game involving Hibs? Was that against Rangers? I can't okay, yeah, yeah, it was against Rangers. Um, I think it's like something crazy. I think it's like a hundred thousand or something. That might be completely way off the mark, but I think it's about that. So I did say I'd get to the nearest thousand, so unfortunately I can't give it to you because it's 143,570. I knew I knew it was up there. So that was for the 1948 Scottish Cup semi-final Aye. against Rangers, which we unfortunately lost. Um, that was lot. old Rangers, I'd like to remind you. Um, that's a lot. Club. That's a lot of people. Yes, yeah, that was probably dangerous. I think Hamden could even hold that many, to be honest. No. So uh, I think there's a few people climbing the fence or getting lifted over the turnstile that day. Um, so last question of the mains. So you're uh, one, one for two right now, which is not bad. So oh, number three. Who did Hibs beat 3-0 in 2017 to seal the championship title and promotion back to the Premiership? Queen of the South. Correct. Beat Queen of the South, and that was the game that sealed the title and promotion. I think um, uh, Darren McGregor scored a double that day. Yeah, which uh, Calvin must have been delighted about. We all know about Calvin's man crush on Darren McGregor. I can't imagine he scored the, th- the third goal, but I know McGregor scored two. Yeah. Yeah, we did. So that obviously got us promotion back to the Premiership. So we'll move on to the Hibs women question. So you're currently sitting on two out of three. So we'll move on to the Hibs women's questions. So the first of the Hibs women's questions, who did Hibs women beat on penalties to lift their first Scottish Cup in 2003? Just or just go? Just go, have a guess. Um, Glasgow City. I can reveal you're wrong. It was Kilmarnock. So that was the first Scottish Cup, 2003. And I can tell you, I was only about five months old when Hibs women lifted their first Scottish Cup. So it was 2-2 after extra time, um, and we beat Kilmarnock on penalties. And that was our first ever Scottish Cup win. Um, and a young Joelle Murray was in that side as well, and she's went on to lift many trophies since. Oh, wow, um, that's a, there's a fun fact. <laughs> yeah. So she went on, she's won that Cup in 2003, and she's went on to lift uh, years a lot more since that. <laughs> Um, so, question number five. 
How many Scotland caps does Rachel Boyle... This is multiple to How many Scotland caps does Rachel Boyle have? Is it A45, B38, or C58? Oh, that's a lot, regardless of how many it is. Uh, I'll go the first in A, 40... Was it 43? 45. 45. You smashed it out of the park today, Charlie. You are correct. Come on. You are correct. So you've currently got um, three out of five. Moving on to the last question. So, what SWPL2 club are both Eve Donald and Lucy Ronald currently out on loan at? Glasgow Women. Correct. Well done. <laughs> so, both are young stars. Eve Donald and Lucy Ronald currently out on loan at Glasgow Women. Um, and both will come back at the end of the season. Hopefully, you see a bit of um, Lucy Ronald. Obviously, it's, we got her on a similar deal as to what we got Dylan Tate on, where mm. we bought them and then immediately loaned her back out. Um, so, yeah, they're both out on loan at Glasgow and both doing really well. And Glasgow women have had a good campaign this season. So, yeah, well done, Charlie. So, at the end of that, you ended up getting four out of six in the quiz, which wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. So, well Not done, too mate. Bad. Um, Thank you. So, aye, um, you, did, you did well. You did well. So, I've done better on this one. I've done better on this one than I did on Monday's one. So, I'll you, do. You certainly did. To be fair, it was hard to. Aye. <laughs> you blame Charlie for that. So, yeah, that aye. concludes. My Hibs quiz. Cool. Well, I'll have uh, the quiz for us on Monday. But um, well, that sort of wraps up our wee, um, our wee midweek episode. Um, we'll be back on Monday to review the Celtic game on Saturday and preview this the Dundee United game because we've got a, a special guest coming on the podcast next Thursday. So keep your eyes peeled for that when we announce that on Twitter. But um, I, I, unless you've got anything else to say, Jack, that's... Uh, that's uh, buzzing for, for Saturday. Absolutely buzzing uh, to go to Celtic Park. So. But uh, I will be back Monday. But until next time, come on the Hibs. <laughs>